0: this is a special edition of the jake feinberg show coming to you live on power talk please go to our website powertalk.live download our free app and stream all of our live local programming including solomon on blast the jim parisi show and yours truly the jake feinberg show we can't thank you enough for making us part of your day today and Without further ado, I want to bring in a very, very talented poet and reggae artist, uh, my, my man Hal Jackson, always hooking it up, deeply connected to the reggae roots of Tucson. And it's a, a beautiful music, and uh, it's really even better when you have a, an authentic artist who can pull it off, Lukey D, Michael Kennedy. Welcome to the Thank Jake you. Feinberg it's, it's
1: Show. it's a pleasure,
0: it's a pleasure. Yeah, but dude, bless you, man. Thank you for being part of the program. Yeah, man, no problem, anytime. Can you talk about, uh, you know, your, how you were brought up as a child, where you were brought up, and sort of the, maybe uh, uh, some kind of seminal moment for you when you realized that you had a, a gift to inspire people through music? Um, well,
1: I'm from a musical family. You know some people say they uh they got into music or they were brought i mean brought up into music i'm from a musical family i was born and raised in in in, in kingston jamaica in a place called the, the the proper pronunciation would be coburn gardens but the rude boy pronunciation would be Coburn pen as, as, as a patois style so i was born and raised in 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 coburn gardens you know i mean and um mother is a singer grandfather was in 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 the band you know so we're all m- musical youths growing up you know so i started out in the 80s you know i started out pretty young i mean i've been to the major studios from 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 back then which is the uh the king jammies you know the the uh the barbie digital the king tubbies you know the, the, the stalwart studios you know I, I, I started on the sound system because in jamaica when you start on the sound system, where you know they like to play the record, and right after the record they flip it over and sure. the versions there, so you have to try and sing on that. So, I started out from 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 those from from, from those days, and um, doing that help you to, to to set yourself straight as a proper artist. You know, you, before you go into the studio in those days, you had to do what you call an audition. You know, nowadays, I mean, I'm not bashing anyone at all from the R&B world go across. Nowadays, it's not the same that used to be back then. And I'm not an old man. But I do know that why people c- complain you know, about, oh, no one is singing right again. There's too many um, auto tunes and stuff like that. Because back in the days, maybe you had to audition before you could get in the studio. So then you would have to pass that grade to get in the studio. No idea there's a studio everywhere, there's the Mbox, there's the logic, there's this and that. So you know, we're making people you know like Cyborg. So I, I was I'm from the time where you have to audition to go in the studio. So I started out in the uh in the in the in the in the in the early mid eighties and coming through the ranks, you know, in the nineties. So that's where I started out. That's why I got myself in the in the business being from a musical family. You know, I mean I'm into reggae music because as i said I, I was born in the country of reggae i'm from a musical family and and and, and that's what i'm dealing with so that's why i got started
0: can you talk to the audience about how you learned uh, one thing in pop music today vocals uh, i talked to a lot of engineers that have been doing work for 40 50 years now and there's no dynamics anymore in pop music vocals how did you could you talk about how you learned to use dynamic range well I tell you something that is
1: important to me as a singer
2: yeah.
1: and i think and every time I say this all the time I always say, I hope i don't get bashed for it but I think it's it's extremely important as a singer you should learn to play an instrument it's important when you play it gives you a, a, It sets you miles apart from the person that does not play, because when you play, you hear different. So you won't be. You're not going to sing off key. You won't be going flat. You go sharp, stuff like that. So when you do play, you know it's it's like it's 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 like you're hearing the chord right. before it comes. So you know it's 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 a it's a different thing. For me, my thing is that when I was growing up, I would have to play the guitar because I do play instrument. I play guitar, a little guitar. I play a little keyboard. I play a little bass. And and you want to do that, you want. I mean, if 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 you want, because you you're you're born with a raw, you know, with a with a, with a raw talent. But <laughs> right. if you want to enhance that, then if you if you if you think it's in your best interest you get some voice training, because if you go to a voice trainer, you don't have any voice; they cannot give you one. What they can do is enhance what you have. So it's not like you're going there to get a voice.
0: Well, no, th- I mean, because this is, I mean. I want to ask you, honestly, uh, I mean, you make a, your career is being an, I'm a musician. Do you worry about the future of music? Oh. Be, because, because of the fact that now you have situations with, where they're more interested in how many Twitter followers you have, how you look, because they can fix you. You don't even have to be a good, you don't have to be a good musician to be a, a star. You know it's a funny
1: thing that we're here talking about this same topic because this is something that i'm trying to pound in in almost every interview that i do Mm -hmm. in the reggae industry i've said it over and over again listen it's not like once where you had to have the talent to be a star no you don't have to be able to think there's so many machines there's so many equipment now that there's so many equipment now where maybe you can talk and when you come back tomorrow it's a song right so w- with that being said you find out that we're having people know and again with no disrespect we're having people know that they're not talented but you hear a good song from them but then when the stage show time come around the performance time and people pay this big buck to come and see you. And then I'm hearing this song nowhere. You are the only one I need forever,
2: my
0: love.
1: But when the stage show time come, I'm hearing you are the only one. I'm like, who is this person?
0: Or this or it's you? or it's they got they, they they're boosting it with levels. You know, it's exactly it's Cyborgs. not. Cyborgs. And 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 I just say I have two daughters. Okay, so then the reason it's important is because future generations, future children, do not know. No, what real music and what re- authentic truth? They don't know what truth
1: is. True, that's what I'm saying. If you if, if 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 you have the raw talent, right? Like like this person can sing, they already can sing. You get them to a voice trainer, so they can show them. So listen, you know, the key part and stuff. And if you can play, you know, it helps to enhance you as a singer when you play because you'll be hearing the chorus before, but and you know what again the next problem is that um and I'm, I, again every time i say this i say i don't want anyone it's all right yeah. but then again some of these industries they find, they find these people they have a look and you know how this business is we can sell this look we cannot sell this talent we can sell look because we have machines that can make the talent but we have the look or we can sell you wrap you up and sell it Or, or what you have to remember now is that For me i can speak for me on a whole i've always said this in jamaica many times don't don't please don't ever go in the studio and try to make a song that you cannot perform on the stage never do that i don't know why people do how you do that because if you make five ten of those songs what happens now when those songs are blowing up the place and you have to tour you have to tour and i mean yes i guess of course they're doing i don't know because based on what i've seen i'm reading and i'm hearing is like people going to say and they can mime, and i guess people make a living out of miming i don't know how you do that because for me there's a feel when you sing live than when you mime what about when that note comes that you feel that you want to go for that note how, i mean you're restraining your body you understand exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. There's a song, come on, you want to sing that, but you can't do it. But it's like it's like you you know you're a football star and you and you get a little injury, and you go on the field and watching your, your, your team playing. I, I, you want to get of that chair to do and you can't do. It. I couldn't do that. So uh, that 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 w- we have to fix that in the business. What we need to do if you don't have the talent, you just don't have the talent. Because um, and and it, it's not like you're putting down anyone. You can't sing, you just can't sing. And, and 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 I don't know if it's a bad thing to say, but it's like you're selling a lie.
0: Well, and and then I mean it's interesting because uh, we're focusing. Uh, uh, my boss is uh, a pr- film producer in, in LA. We're focusing on rock and roll and <coughs> the, trying to gauge a pushback from younger cats, as if to find out if rock and roll is truly dead. The record industry now. Um, in the past, I mean, Bruce Springsteen, uh, major artists, maybe even Marley, uh, True. uh okay. Uh, Springsteen didn't have a top, uh, a hit for at least a few albums. I mean, there were, me- there was a, there was a, there was an opportunity for artists to cultivate their talent. The record companies were not going to throw them out the door after the first record. If they saw that they had talent okay in today's business now you get 15 second tryout if you don't cut it you're gone and if they don't think they can package it and quantify it they then you're gone and music you cannot quantify music
1: let, let me tell you something i i i i left i left jamaica i migrated to the states in 1989 to to michigan right i started three choirs there i was in the uh, Pontiac Northern High School Choir, we, we had the to, to lights, the, the Pontiac Northern Lights, I was in the male choir and I was in the acapella choir. And you know, one other thing, being in the choir, I can tell you, you know, if, 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 if you don't know harmonies in parts, you'll you, you garner that from being in the choir. I mean, if you don't get that, I don't know what else to tell you how to get harmonies again. And for me, my choir teacher would say, You know, Michael, so today you're a first tenor. <laughs> and I'd <I'll> be doing,
2: <laughs> I gotta rope up in my kingdom, you know, that good news. I gotta rub up in my kingdom, you know that good news.
1: You know, and then the uh, next day i will be there, and there's somebody missing from the baritone. She'd say, Michael, today you're a baritone. i will be like,
2: Wait in the water, children, wait in the water. Wait in the water God's gonna trouble the water
1: Then a different day she said The bass is missing And I'd have to fit in <laughs> No, When you do stuff like that Stuff like that Molds you Into being a real Real Talent A real singer Because knowing the parts Is very important I'm not saying that If you're a real singer You should know the parts But if you do know the part, Like for instance, when I'm recording a song, I can lay the background before the lead. Now, when you're an artist and anybody who's listening I know, when you're making a song, if you can go in there and lay that background before that lead, that's really, really good because you know if the background is off, you cannot fit the lead. So these are important stuff. So when you're a singer, nowadays, I mean, we're looking for, for um for, 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 for real talent, people that, you know, we don't want to be making any cyborg. It's happening, but we cannot help it still. But as you say about the industry, you know, nowadays it's not like a wait. We say you have it in you. Come on, we want to bring that out. And every time I talk about this, I always try to um use Usain Bolt in the whole thing. Remember, when he started running, there's so many people that was beating this guy. Beating him on a daily basis mm-hmm. until he got this new coach, which is Glenn Mills. And what happened? Glenn Mills knew he had the talent in him. You just needed someone to bring that talent out. He's the fastest man in the world now. This is the same man that they were beating over the years. So you need somebody to mold that. So you hear somebody because once someone opens them out to sing, you know you've been in the business for many years. Someone opens them out, you know if they can sing or not. You know that right the bat. It's not like they're talking to you. Someone opens them out and say, This guy, he's got it, just need someone to bring it out. So we need we need that real talent stuff. In the in the reggae industry, it's the same thing we're faced with you know so many people nowadays that you know with de- de- you know it's not you know it's a piece of the thing but then you can't make them because of all of these machines you now so i don't know we're going to fix that but for now we're waiting to see
0: how did you how did you wind up connecting with hal and and the and the, the larger tucson community was it through papa ranger i would really would love to get the background of your history in tucson you were born in jamaica
1: right yeah but i was born yeah. in jamaica i mean Cuevi was the one who reached out. Cuevi. Cuevi reached out to, to uh, through the Facebook page. You know, he linked um, a, a, a lady which, which runs to Facebook which is Spatimani. You know, I, I you know came up on some stuff with Lukey the it sounds nice. Can we get him out here? And of course, that's the next thing again as an artist, when you're making songs, you must know wherever and where you are. You're making songs, they're going out in the world. I mean, nobody out there asks you to make these songs and send them. So you must know that when when you make songs and reach out in the world, people are gonna ask you to come and perform. So it's your job to get up and go and perform and don't sit around and talk about oh the flight is too long. Okay, I care. Why did you make these songs and send audio when people wanted to come and perform you don't want to go? Rubbish. So you must get up <laughs> and go. It's a part of it's a part of the music business again that we have to fix. Being professional. It's very important. As a matter of fact, it's probably even more important than your career, than your voice, because you it, in any work that you do. Any work, whether it's you're a singer, you're, you're, you're more in the lawn, you're cleaning the pool, you're working on construction, you're a computer expert. No matter how talented you are, if you're not professional, you and your talent will go to waste. Because no one will want to work with you. And that's important. So for me, Kwevi got in touch with me and said, Look, we needed to come out here. And I'm here. I did miss the flight. It's important. And I'm
0: here. We're joined here by Lukey e. D, tremendous reggae artist and singer. Why don't you why don't you sing us some tunes for us, if you, whatever inspires you, brother? Okay, so
1: there's a singer in Jamaica that that um, is a very good singer. There, we call him the boss, which is someone that when I was growing up I listened to, which is called the, the person is Mr. Barry Hammond, and there's a song that I covered from Barry Salmon, It's called
2: "I See Love from a Distance." coming much slowly. I know it's gonna last forever. I feel us getting closer, closer and closer. It's the time we get it together. Whoa. I know I've done, I know you've done a lot of wrongs but i'm willing to forgive no one has the right to decide how the other men should live sometime we must stop and count to ten before we make each other hurt later on you realize whoa i feel love from a distance Coming but slowly I know it's gonna last forever Ooh, I feel us Getting closer, closer and closer It's the time we get it together whoa, whoa, whoa. mama, she started for so long With a ride of a
0: So that's his I dig. Man. Keep going. Someone just someone just commented on Facebook Live. Who is this? Why, don't you, this? why don't you explain to the audience who you
1: are? Introduce yourself. Okay, my name is Lukey e. D. I am a reggae singer from from Jamaica. I'm in Tucson performing on Saturday at the Grand Deluxe Hotel, and I'm just you know we're talking about real, real talent as we're doing an interview. So this is one of the stuff as well. You know, so many people hide behind um, guitar and stuff when you can not sit and you sing live. This is a song that I did called Missing You, which, you know, I I wrote the song. It's called, um,
2: Oh, baby, your love, I cannot live without it. Oh, you know, we both lied, we both cheat. Don't tell me you never grieve. Out we take that we could not keep. Time we should not speak. Girl you've lied to me, I tell you what's not true Still we were lovers Wooo Take the sweet with the pain Sunshine come with the rain I can tell we're not the same Caught up in the game Girl I've done you wrongs and you have done the same but I still want you. But you're not here. I'm missing you like crazy. And it shows how I missed you, baby. God knows all the love you gave to me when I was on my knees makes me still want you. Whoa in you, oh, I miss you, baby, yeah. all of the love you gave to me makes me want you oh.
0: Lucky Day. Hey, you know, I want to talk to you about, you know, I've talked to some cats. Uh, I interviewed David Clayton Thomas last week from Blood, Sweat and Tears, and he's English born but lived in Canada his whole life. And then I've interviewed some cats from England, and there's no color bar there. There's no bigotry. There's no racism. Do you have a song devoted to the human race? Because in this country, we seem to still be dealing in the United States with a color bar. It is always there. Yeah, I was curious if you had anything that... Because we're talking about relationships here. I hear you singing about relationships. But I'd like you to sing about the human race, if possible. You know, there's a song
1: that um, used to be one of my favorite songs when I was growing up. It's, it's called Colorblind. It says, If you had a choice,
2: if you had a choice of your color, oh... Could you tell me, could you tell me what it would be? Oh, red, yellow, brown, white or other, ooh, just why that would work some good for me. doesn't matter the color of your skin But what matters is your heart and your soul The spirit down within Colorblind What if we were colorblind Would hatred remain would we begin To heal the world inside Of racism and is oh, colorblind What if we were Colorblind Could it be my neighbor then we can start and be friends and leave the best be
0: behind
2: if we're a
0: color blind that's beautiful thank you 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 have felt uh, you have dealt with the racism in this country i mean
1: <clears throat> excuse me you get that every every day
0: i mean it, it comes in in,
1: in different uh, kind tell of, you know, tell
0: white people how it comes because I don't think they get it.
1: <laughs> I mean, first of, first and foremost, I, I mean, I grew up, as I said, in, in, in Detroit. Oh, I didn't know that. You grew up in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, because, I, I mean, I said I left in 89 to Michigan. Sure, so I was in between sure. Between Pontiac and, and, and Detroit. Wow. And, you know, for me, coming from Jamaica, 1989, where you just hear about stuff like that, but you've never... Witness, Experience, I, yeah, right. And when you and when you, and when you're there, and you're in and you're in in, in high school, and, and and I was working in a supermarket, and you know you're packing the stuff on the shelves, and when someone come around, and you can't hear them in the next aisle, you know the past you in the aisle doing your work, and then you can hear them around, there whispering and using some words, and you're around there, and you're I mean you're saying, this is the person that I'm packing, you know, I'm packing the shelves for you. But while you're around here, you're talking about me. Like, I'm like, I can't believe this because I'm fixing up stuff for you to buy to go around. You know, to make sure you have the right. So make sure the label is right, and I'm have that label stuff. You know, you have to label the stuff and make sure this is proper, so you get you get you get healthy stuff. But yet still, when you go around, uh, you come there to me. Excuse me, sir. Is this is this right? This is what I should get, and I'm being pleasant and polite. Enough to make sure that you have the right stuff to go home so you can be healthy. But then when you're around uh, you know, you you're talking stuff about me around there. That you know, that don't really feel. You know, that don't feel right.
0: How, how did how did Detroit shape you in general? Because I mean that that city, even though you came later, I mean it is the home of Mot. It is the home of Motown and R and B. So how did could you talk or maybe even perform a tune that you uh, that you have been working on lately that you might even play on Saturday night, but something that incorporates some 21st century R&B. Yeah, you see, going into, because I live in Pontiac, but I'm always in Detroit,
1: and, and and going into that city, knowing that the rich history that, that Detroit has in music, you know, it, 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 shaped, it shaped me a lot in my career, because for me, I listen to all type type of music. If you notice the way I, I sing, it's a combination of a little R and B gospel, whatever. Yeah. So I listen to everything. I listen to country and western. I listen to reggae. I listen to R and B. I listen to pop. I listen to everything. So w- when I was dear and in in this rich culture, you know, I'm always tuning in. And there, there's there's uh, there's there's before I do something, that I'm going to do something. Uh, there's there's our this song. I just mm-hmm. listen to this station called Light FM. In the night, and this is the first time I'm tuning into Light of him. and there's this one song that from the Beatles that always, when I hear it the first time, it just comes
2: to live a better life. I need my love to be here, 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 running my hands to her here.
1: You know, if listening to the car change, I'm like, God, you <laughs> yeah. know, and, and then there's. If you leave me now, you're listening to Light of And then, of course, I'm coming back to the roots. Steve Warner like a low dusty
2: road. I get rid of all I go. Moving on, moving on. there's place in the sun where my whole life has begun. Got over with my poor restless heart. Got to run. Yeah.
1: Mud. So This is Lukey D. And there's a song that I have that I'm going to do on um, on, on Saturday night. Because when I write, I, I write to the type of rhythm that I get or for an experience. And this song is called,
2: Girl, I surrender. I cannot fight no more. You've got my heart locked behind your door girl i surrender it's useless for me to try losing my mind and you're the reason why whoa girl i knew it was love from the first time first time when you say you'd be mine never thought that love would be so crazy whoa want to run but more i want to stay this is too much love for me to take but still i try girl i surrender only for you girl i surrender
1: so for all who's watching you hear me sitting here Talking about real singing, talking about real talent. So you know, if I was just making up stories, I wouldn't be able to do <laughs> none of what I just did. I, I would be, you'd be just like, "Oh, see, so he just talk about that, and he can't even do something live." It. It's important for you to to be able to sing without the music behind you as a real singer. Because I'm not saying, but a lot of people hide behind the bass, they hide behind the guitar, they hide behind the keyboard because you know that accompany your voice. But then when it's time for you to um i tell you this, when I was in high school in, 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 in Michigan in a choir, we used to do solo ensemble, so we compete. And I remember there was this one song that my choir teacher gave me. She said, Michael, it's, I'm not going to tell you, I won't lie to you, it's a very hard song, but if you attempt it, you could get an automatic mark. One, it's called Lass with the Delicate Ear. I don't know if I can sing what I'm going to attempt. And, you know, I hope people don't laugh at me. But it's a lucky day, it's baby, <coughs> yeah. It's a... Uh. Young, young Molly who
2: lives at the foot of the hill Whose fame, every virgin, would and beard Our beauty is blessed with so well no Men called her the last but the dead yeah, with a delicate air, men call her the last bit of delicate air. A thousand times, or I've in my suit, but see the dumb and dora of to be mute. I chance to wear... And really, she had almost, dead, yeah,
1: yeah, almost dead. So, you know,
0: <laughs> can you just talk to the audience about a time in your life when you had to overcome some serious adversity and ultimately how you overcame it?
1: I remember when I went back to Jamaica, I started to, you know, doing back music because, you know, when you leave Jamaica, you start in high school in the States, and you have to put the reggae music. On a break. This was in the because um, I came here in the states in '89, so then I started high school and stuff like that. Then, while back in Jamaica doing the music, my father passed away. And you know, one other thing that really grabbed me at the time was that while he was sick, you know, nobody wanted to tell me. So while I was in Jamaica working, you know, I didn't know he was sick, you know, because maybe it was his instructions. You know, I'm not sure. Sure. But I didn't know until I got the news that he was sick, so I called. And he answered the, the phone, and and, uh, and he sounded kind of, you know. So I said, what's wrong? He said, oh, I'm a sick, man. I said, well, what do you sound like that? He said, oh, it's a it's it's chemo that I'm doing. I'm like, chemo? What's going on? So he said, I've been sick for what? I said, what? Okay, I'm, I have this thing to do on the weekend, right after the weekend. I'm coming up. On the weekend, I did the show. The next day, they called me. He was gone, so I didn't even get to see him before. Uh, you know, stuff like that. And I was so angry for a while. I was angry for a while with the family members, you know, because I'm saying, being I'm the first, you know, I'm 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 the, I'm I'm the eldest of all. I was thinking that you know, at least you could even, even though maybe that that was his wish, you could at least even give me, you know, give me some kind of so I could even. Get there so I can, you know, talk to, you know, my dad before. So that kind of put me in a, and I was really angry. So after I went to the funeral, I just left, and I, you know, I didn't go back there for a while, and that was something I had to, you know, and stuff like that, really. But then after a
0: while, you go, you realize to let go. Can you, do you sing a song to tri- a tribute to your father? Yeah, man. There's a song that called um.
2: There are roads in this life that we all traveled. There are scars and there are battles where we roam. When we are lost or wherever we may go, they will always lead you home. Some are lost. Some weathered, some will lead through a storm. When you've gone astray, you will find your way as you walk along these roads.
1: There's a song for everything, you know. You just have to know the right one.
0: Can you just talk to the audience uh, on Power Talk? Oh, that was phenomenal, by the way. Um, Thank you. Uh, could you talk about um, this upcoming show and, and, and obviously the, the, the kind of band, what to expect at this show? I mean, it's not just going to be you, a well, you know. Al, you want to you wanna jump in, Hal Jackson?
3: Yes. Lukey's going to be with us here at um, the Grand Lux Hotel. And that's uh, Lukey and Rockers Uptown. Also, closing the show is going to be Grupo Manteca, Hmm. our local uh, salsa outfit, I believe. Um,
0: Where's the address on on the hotel?
3: And the Grand Lux Hotel, 1365 West Grant Road, Tucson, Arizona. General admission, $20. You can get those still, I believe, in advance. $25 at the door.
0: When was the first time you, you, you crossed paths with Lukey e. D? Well,
3: Jake, as you remember, um, I think it was maybe a little over a year and a half ago, me and Cueve came in and Absolutely. We promoted that first show with Lukey e. D. And um, I've wanted to have him back ever since.
0: I just kept pushing Cueve, yeah. you know. Like. What, what was inspiring about his performance? What's the, what makes him a unique reggae artist?
3: Well, it's just like Lukey is saying. Lukey is, to me, Lukey is a singer's singer.
0: Mm. What and, do you mean by that?
3: Well, I just mean like in the sense that, to me, a, a fellow like Aaron Neville is a singer's singer, an R&B singer's singer. And uh, what, what I mean is he's got a certain quality that is his own, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. You know. And he doesn't sound like too many, like he's talking about earlier, a lot of guys who are automated to a degree. I learned from Luki from the last time. He told me as we were rehearsing, he said, man, you know, uh, you've got to enunciate more. And I took that to heart. I've been trying to sing like that ever since, really, <laughs> to tell you the truth. And uh, it got to the point where, and I'm not, I'm not going to name any names either, yeah, but, uh, I was uh, with another uh, group and uh, singing some for them, and they said the leader said, "Well, man, you know, I know what the problem is. You you're too good a singer." I said, "Well, what are you talking about?" He said, "Well, you're you you need to," and we're singing Bob Marley music, and Bob's a great vocalist, of course, but. He was saying, man, your, your your enunciation is too precise. You're trying to sing too precise. Well, Bob is more funky. He's more laid back and this, that, and the other. And uh, I said, well, you know, uh, there are times when I've been in a studio trying to record with some people and they'll tell me, enunciate, don't just sing like you're on the corner, man. Right. You know, just So it, it got to be sort of a confrontation, not not a confrontation really, but just, I was just, well, I, I know that that works in certain times and at certain times you just gotta be more precise in what you're saying. And you look, he was talking about gospel music and things. A lot of the go- great gospel singers, they enunciated every single word and you could see it in their vocal expressions, you know, they use their mouth and everything.
0: No, it's, it, it's true, and also, you know, I mean, did you, have you, did you get a chance to see people like Aretha Franklin? Because Aretha, I mean her father, C. L. Franklin, had a, was an amazing preacher in Detroit. This is way before you were born. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, before we were all born. but um, you talk about the because what kind of spiritual spirituality were you raised as, raised with?
1: Well, you know, in Jamaica, we have so many church. It, it's it's a church by every square mile. It's a church. So when you're growing up, you, I mean, you, whether you like it or not, you have to go to church. Mm-hmm. I mean, after that, it's up to you what, what you want to do. And then, of course, you know going in the church, then you have to sing. You know, and, and, and that's the next part that, that, that drives that singing thing, you know, into you. Because, you know, once you're in the church, and, and, you're, and, and, and church singing is a whole different singing from yeah. r&b it's a different pronunciation it's a different way are you it's 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 a different style now once you can get that you're on your way so i was up gr- i mean the christian faith is part of our stuff in jamaica and then of course you know there, there's a rasta foreign as well but me for me we're growing up going into church and you know you embrace that and then when you become a man, then you decide what you want to do. But we have grew up in that. We have to go to church. So that's, that's what it is for me.
0: Do you think that the church um, in Jamaica is a positive force? Well, I'll tell you something about the church, and this is my take. The church is a church.
1: Now, what you go there for then is your business. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Because you can build a building out there and you say it's a church. Now, when you go in there, and that man, who, wh- whomever the preacher is, whatever he's saying is is how you're going to take that and leave with that. Because, I mean, I don't want to even say it, but you're not, you and I know, I mean, with no disrespect, you know, a yeah, lot the, of people. The, the
0: Rasta, the Rasta, the, the, the belief of the Rastafari and the Catholic Church is totally different.
1: There you go. And a lot of people know, well, I'm not going to say a lot of people know, but we, we have heard many times that the church is also a business. Heard. You know, we won't say we, uh, we're not saying it is. Mm. We just hear that, you know. So, but it's it's two different belief from the from the from the rest and and Christianity. For people
0: story. listening, how would you how would you for people listening that uh, in the same boat, you know, how how do they deal with this with those two things? How do you come to peace with it? Because you know, the in the in the church, you can make make be feel feel uh, uh, guilty. For believing in you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jah. Uh, ja, mm-hmm. You know, the, the, mm-hmm. in fact, I think it's it's beautiful. But how do you how do you cut it so that people would can find peace? Because I'm sure there are people struggling anywhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, uh, uh, this is what I say. If you if you're going to if you're a person that you're you're a rasta and you want to praise Jah, you praise Jah. If you're in the church and you're and you're dealing with Christianity, which you're praising Jesus Christ, then you do that. What you should not do, I think, is try to g- get 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 into conflicting arguments about it because the truth and the fact is, realistically, you're praising Jah, this person is praising Jesus Christ. None of you know nothing in terms of the full story behind everything. You're just going off, off what, you know, because in Christianity, you're going off the Bible. Mm-hmm. In, in, in in Rasta, praising Jah, you're going off Selassiei, which you're still going off, something that, your read and and stuff like that. So you shouldn't try to uh, try to push down your 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 belief on someone else, and, and and don't push it down on someone else. You you do your thing, let that person do do their thing, and and that's how I see. For me, as a reggae artist, I'm right there. I'm cool with everybody. I'm cool with with, with the Christian faith. I'm cool with with, with the rest of our faith. I'm just with me. One thing I can tell you: the real thing in this world with all the faith that's going around the real and important thing in this world is how you live your life and that's important because at the end of the day it's how you live how you go about because you know right from wrong so if you want to go to church and still do wrong that's, this is going to be on you if you want to praise Rastafari and you still, and doing the it wrong it's all on you so even if you dress and Sunday and go to church when you step out of that church you must know what you're going to do when you leave and it, it goes right around so it's how you live your life
0: Final question for you, Lukey D. Uh, can, it's only March. Um, can you talk about the year ahead? I mean, the festivals you'll be performing at? Do you know what your schedule looks like? And do you believe that you still... Um, not Obviously, any artist, you continue to grow no matter what sure. till the end of your time. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, as far as your ability to reach more people, do you feel like your fan base is still growing? Uh, and what would you like to... Um, how do you want to grow in two thousand seventeen?
1: Well, first um, I just did, I just did the UK. I did I did two weekends there for mm. Valentine. Right after that, I did the Love and Harmony cruise. I was on the sea for five days performing out there, and I'm here. And then after the show, it's New York on the fifteenth.
0: Where are you playing in New
1: York? It's it's the uh, Yaw College. It's something I do almost every year. Wow. It's, a, it's a lady. She writes a book and 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 she collaborates the book with with songs that you do so while she reads apart from the book then you perform and then it's a different oh, kind very, of show. Cool, it's very cool very cool yeah it's a wonderful event and then after I think I should be going back out to Hawaii because it's a place that I go it's it's I mean I have a good vibes there no oh, yeah and then it should be Japan in October so I, and because and, what what I did was I have, I have a year where I tour and then I'll break but this year I decided I'm gonna really you know, take on the road again. And then in May, I should be in Connecticut. So I have a little, and then I have some recordings to do, because I'm the type of artist that I don't flood, I would say, I don't flood the streets with songs. You know, you want to give songs time to grow. You but, know, I'm not going to, Sure. Give, I'm not going to do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I, th- that's a waste of time for me. And I think when you do that, you're scared, you know, yo, I want to keep on top. I don't want to be on top. I want to be somebody that's always there. You know, in terms of um, fan base, yeah, it's always good to to, to, to to keep, like this show is important for me as well because I'm sure there's some people listening that say, oh, well, I don't even know this guy. But well,
0: the people already said, "Who who is this guy? You know, there you it, go. but it's good. <laughs> you, you get your tentacles farther out there. Yeah, you know, yeah,
1: Which is which, which is very important for me. So, and it's, that is why I said it's, it's important that whenever that's for you to be a proper artist because if I was here singing and stone a certain way, then they'd be like, no, we don't want them. So it's always good to be on point at all times. So to get the fan base going, and also of course to get that going is to put out more proper songs, as I've been doing—real songs. Because for me, I I don't just sing a song because I'm getting paid to do it. Or do it or the rhythm is nice; it must have a feel to me. You, you don't want to be making songs because oh, you're getting extra amount of money. Because if you do it like that, I mean, you want to be paid for your work. No, you it like it's uh,
0: the, the it's just it's such. A, and the problem with the rushing of of going back, going back to our original point you know if someone has the pressure of saying I gotta make a hit I gotta make a hit I g-, you're never gonna make It, it won't happen. It, but but in the but now with <clears> the, <throat> the confines of the industry the the way the industry is set up is you have very little time to make an impact so you're trying to cut some tune it's never gonna work out and I think that that's why pop music in, in general uh you know we don't even know what's out there, we, there's so much information there's I mean with YouTube there is more you can you can really build your own website now so in theory you have more control over your art but at the same time you did have record companies and, and it it across the board world music jazz uh, blues rock the the company would let you grow could be bob dylan could be uh bruce springsteen could be the doors okay any of you know where it, it took several albums for them to get off the ground, but the, the the companies also sponsored their tours. These things don't exist anymore. So I mean, to me I I, I what I the word is organic. Sure. You wanna have an organic fan base, right? It sure. grows organically, not sure. because you're some beautiful guy or because you have this many Twitter followers or because, you know, you look a certain way. Sure. But because your words, your messages are speaking to people like Hal. That's why Hal wanted you come back.
1: Yeah, you know the, all that what you just said is extremely important because that's what I've been saying for years because see I've always said if you come if you enter this business too soon you will have to slow down this music business I can tell you this if you enter this business and you come through the door too soon I guarantee you you'll have to slow down this music business is a process it takes time and what you want you want for people to hear about just slowly. Oh, we've been hearing about this guy for a while. <laughs> Until you appear, then when you appear, they right, say, yeah. Yeah. "Yeah." When you appear, they say, "Oh, we," you know, like like even now this morning with the show some people. Later down the road, they were like,
2: "Oh yeah, we did hear this guy,"
1: you know, so and so and so. That's what you want. You don't want to be. You don't want the door open and you're out and face and they're like, "Yeah, they enjoy because I guarantee you. You're going to have to slow down. And what we're talking about making Russian music. You don't want to make Russian music. Because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You, as a real artist, is going to be driving one day. I hear this song come up. But you know something wasn't right in it. And while you're driving, because I know this for a fact, there's going to be two parts that you know it should have been fixed. But it was Russian. And when you hear it, maybe you want to turn on the, the radio. Because you don't like what you did. So what you want to do is spend time. I, For me, I think... Only re, only artists with less talent, and I'm not knocking anyone. I always try to rush. If you're a real singer, real singer that know at any time you can get up and get a guitar and say, blah blah bang 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 bang, and make a song, you don't have to rush because at any given day you still have your talent because you know what in the reggae in music for all the people that's listening all stuff is a little bit different while in the R&B world or the other world you make a song to fit a rhythm and one song is on the rhythm in the reggae music industry we have five six songs on one rhythm however if the if a rhythm is really wicked and it's coming out more some artists who want to try to get on the rhythm because they know the rhythm is bad so they open the rhythm will bring them for me I'm not depending on a rhythm, because I bring a bad song to any rhythm. So I don't need a rhythm to bring me, because I can tell her this now. When I put pen to paper, I know what I'm doing. Because I could sit here right now and I could say,
2: It's about 11 in the morning, me and her gotta go. Where we going, I don't know, but I bet it's a good place. <laughs> After this interview, what am I gonna do? Drive away.
1: And I'm just making that up off the top of my head. That's how easy it is for me, so I don't have to rush. And when you keep yourself firm and do it like that, you'll be firm and you'll be rooted, so when you leave your footprint there, no one can fit in them. And that's what you want.
0: One more time, how can you talk, talk, can you plug the performance?
3: Yeah, I'm glad you said that, because I was going to try to squeeze that in. Yeah, Because I didn't mention the date. This coming Saturday, March 25th, at the Grand Lux Hotel, 1365 West Grant Road, Tucson, Arizona, Lukey D with Rockers Uptown, and Grupo Manteca. And also Jamar International's there on the scene too. And uh, general admission, $20. That's in advance, $25 at the door. So we hope y'all can come out and see this great artist. And uh, also see Rockers Uptown and Grupo Manteca as well.
0: Lukey D, thank you, brother. It was such a great honor to talk to you, man, meet you in person. Thank you for performing and everything, man. Cheers, brother. All right? Yeah, respect. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, It was a heavy day today. We had uh, Rabbi Yehuda Seitlin and then uh, Lukey D, Michael Kennedy. He'll be performing this Saturday night. Um, Such a high honor. We'll be back tomorrow. This is the Jake Feinberg Show. Take it easy.